Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. My wife made some turkey sandwiches. Anybody wants one? Yeah. A little bloated from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, 1982. Fucking turkey. It's like spackle in my bowels. Nothing moves. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Nothing moves. John Fiore's with us. He was in the Sopranos cast, and he's done a lot of other stuff, which we'll talk about. Some of which he can't talk about. Yeah, let's face it. Some things cannot be talked about. Not at this moment, anyway. Ben Kitchen's here. Smitty's here. Giovanni, how you doing, man? How you making that, Maggie? Good. Right, good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good. I Our... just blew in from the coast, by the way. What happened? Revere Beach. Oh, Revere. <laughs> Kel- <laughs> Kelly's triple clam plate. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's no big hair there. <laughs> Uh, our, our 43rd episode of the Planet Mama Mikey podcast Mia. is brought to you by not, not only Dr. Robert Leonard. He's there coming back on the air with us, uh, Dr. Matthew Lepresti, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. Also, the great Joe. Some of our guests eat at Joe Fish, either in North Reading or in uh, North Andover, don't they? It's one of my favorites. Joe Fish is awesome, man. Jimmy Dietz's places. And, of course, my grandma's coffee cake, the greatest coffee cake on the planet Earth. What's that number, Mikey? Uh, 1-800-8-GRANDMA. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a job. It's an adventure. Now, isn't there another sponsor we have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm half-baked tonight, speaking of that, and we're all happy to be here. John Fiore, how are you? Doing, what are you doing? Good. Are you acting? Yes, I am. I'm doing a film called Coda. Uh, what is that? <clears throat> Children of Deaf Adults, I believe it. That's what they call children. It for now. Dead adults, deaf adults, deaf. So it's yeah, like sign out. language. We're fish uh, salesmen. Me and my brother were the Salgado brothers. When no good, with dirty worms, we rob the people out of fish and give them a you know a shitty price for the fish. We're doing that up in Gloucester. Fish, fish. Yeah, it's a big big movie. About a five million bucker. I got a nice role on Tony Salgado. See, you don't ever get typecast as an Italian. Never. No, you didn't you play like a couple <laughs> Jewish accountants in one movie? Uh Bernie Silverstein. <laughs> yes, you know that one, right? But but you, I, you got to complain. There's got to be some kind of discriminatory you know, policy in the in the world of filmmaking where you can you can say, "Hey, they're typecasting me." At this point, Mikey, I'm like, "Fuck you, pay me, <laughs> send me home." I don't even want lines anymore. I'm saying I don't want to yeah. say anything. I just want to make faces. <laughs> Like Brandon. Right, right. You're an errand boy sent by grocery clerks. <laughs> Marlon Brando, is he your favorite actor? I think so. Yeah, he was a Ma- little weird, I heard. He had some moments where he got a little Ooh. weird. Yeah, sometimes. he started dating Richard Pryor. That was news to all of us. What heck's that Shocked. about? You know? isn't, that, isn't that mind-blowing? Liar, liar, rich, liar, liar, Richard Pryor, hair on fire. I mean, myself, I would have gone for Sidney Poitier or something like that. <laughs> is but that Richard Pryor, it's kind of... Uh, is that where he got the idea for the butter in Last Tango in Paris? <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? This Italian guy. Get me the butter. (laughs) Can you get me some butter, please? Uh, Well, I'm glad. So so this Coda thing now, when's it going to be out and where can I see it? Uh, Well, we're still filming, so God knows when. So I can go to the set. Could be five years. You can come up to Gloucester and come on the boat and stuff. Watch it on the set. Yeah, we got another three weeks of doing it. Cool. So yeah. So I mean, let, well, let let us know. It'll probably you know? be out in a year and a half. The way these things seem to go. Yeah. So. 
John, what do you do when you're uh, getting ready to do the character? What, what do you have to do mentally to prepare for that? What do you see in your head? Well, sometimes, you know, I immerse myself in the actor's <laughs> studio in Brando. You don't need any special you know injections when you, you want to know the truth. Yeah, yeah. I read the fucking script. I remember the lines. I say it, and I get out. That's it. Really? That's yeah. But when the, you're doing that, you're working. Part. You're working. But yeah. as, as you're reading the script, though, does the character kind of develop in your head? Yeah, a little bit. But yeah. like Mikey says, they're all Italian guys. They say, I know this guy. He's re- related to the other guy I played. He's like this guy. They're all, we're all one big family of Italians that I've played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your IMDb page looks like a, you know, a papal guest list. It's nothing but Italian names, man. It's crazy. I, I put a clip on Facebook of Tony and Tina's wedding where yeah. Nunzio, the father, yeah. some chicks write, this is really how you are. I said maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, then they, they did a good job you know casting I mean? this. So what are you going to do? Uh, we do. Uh, God, I just I mean, let's get, let's get the stuff out of the way first. Word that, that I'm most ashamed of. What is it, Mike? <laughs> I was eight for eight the first week of NFL picks. I tripled my bank. I told you guys. You I got bragged a betting, about that. Yeah, I got a yeah. betting account, oh, nice. and, and I tripled it the first week of the NFL season, and I was all happy. And this, well, this week I'm, I kind of broke almost even because one team screwed me. I, I picked five games last week, and you wrote them down, Ben. Yep. Right? And, and I uh, I got four of them right. And the team that I didn't get right out of the picks that list the past week was the Minnesota uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you had also picked the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the Cowboys. And they all won. So the Vikings screwed me, and here's what happened. They really so much didn't screw me. They Actually, the defense got tough in the second half of the game. But the refs screwed me. They called three OPIs, which are offensive pass interferences, that were all ghost calls, and one of them prevented a touchdown for the Vikings, and so they lost by six or whatever. I got screwed. Really, not not even the money. It's not even the money. It's the embarrassment of actually being wrong for once. It's like once. getting whacked. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it's like getting whacked on a series. Awful. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. Come on. Uh, so in The Sopranos, <laughs> I want to just mention this, because I, 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 I re-watched The Sopranos. I've seen them six times, seven times. The guys that I hate the most, the two guys, the most hateable guys, are Frank Pastore, right? Is that his name, Frank? Vincent? Vincent Pastore? I'm Vincent Pastore. Big Pussy? Uh, Vincent, he played, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, pussy? Paul. No. He, no, he played, <laughs> he played Leotardo. Oh, Phil Frank, Leotardo. Frank oh, Vincent. He was yeah. very hateable. Frank Vincent. What, did I, Frank what Vincent. did I call him? I, I, you called him something Pastore. Pa, who, who's Frank, Frank Pastore? <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a different guy that I Frank know. Frank Vincent. I hated him too, but he was a neighborhood guy. Frank Good Vincent. fellas, go get your fucking and, shine box. And, and the guy who played, uh, uh, the guy who got out of jail. Well, see, this is where I'm, I'm, I'm messed up right Feet, uh, Feech Lamana? Feech Lamana. No, he I'm was. Don't no. <laughs> What the fuck you doing? What the fuck you doing? It was great. He no, was good. It was the guy who uh, uh, Tony's sister shot. Richie Aprile. Richie, yeah, Richie Aprile. That oh, guy right hey, there. What's his name? You hated him in a good way, you mean. Well, he, he was tremendously hateable. That's I what like when, my favorite line is when he goes, I can't do the visual. He can't see because he want me to build Beansy a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> it's the jacket. The jacket. The jacket. He got so pissed off at Tony Soprano about that oh, fucking jacket. Oh, it, it like, set him over the edge, It man. did. That's what, he went that's off what the did deep it. end. He saw the Polish cleaning guy wearing it, and he went... Freaking nuts! Uh, he went. He spiraled he? out of control. Uh, those are the two guys I think that yeah, in the end of the series you hated them. They yeah, hated right, them the most. Right. You know, poor Frank passed away. Yeah, recently too, right? Croak seventy eight gone. Nice guy, you know. Shame. Speaking of croaking, uh, yeah. a guy that I partied with and did drugs with. Actually, I, I hate to admit that it was nineteen eighty one. What kind of drugs? 
Just different stuff. Backstage, just died. Rick Ocasek of the Cars. That's right. And I had played softball with Ben Orr from the Cars. Nicest guy in the world. He died of cancer. Uh, this is back in the 90s yeah. or something like that. Maybe a little later. I met Ben. He's a real nice guy. Great guy. Yeah. Like Tony Montana said, dead. Every point you mention, dead, die, all dead, all die. Dead. Die. All die. Ben all dead, die. <laughs> dead, he died. Die. He died too. All day. <laughs> yeah, so Rick Ocasek, we all went backstage. I, I was backstage for, uh, I was working at Rock 102 in Springfield, and, and I was in program director, and I had backstage passes. And, you know, uh, after the, the show was over, everybody's standing around talking about stuff, and there was a cop in the room, you know, a security, a real cop standing there. And then when he left, Rick Ocasek says to a, the bag man holding the stuff, he says, I think we can do some smiles now, because the cop had just left. And this guy jumped into action, took out this vial, poured it out on the table, started cutting lines of Coke. You know, and everybody's crowding around. Oh, back then, it was kind of a social thing, you know. So uh, what's the new single going to be? You know. And and uh, I thought to myself, Rick Ocasek was a nice guy. He was yeah. a very nice, gentle soul. Yeah. And that band was back there celebrating another successful concert. Yeah. And, and I had a really good time. Uh, backstage at that show, and the cars were great then. Yep. I mean, they were in, in their absolute heyday. But you know what else? This is what you realize. All these bands had backstage drug stuff going every single yeah. show. And they b really saddled one guy with the job of holding on to the illegal drugs. <laughs> yeah, that was the guy. And That's he had his like, gig. Yeah. Right? He had like a handbag over his shoulder, and it was loaded with paraphernalia and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. So anyway, this is a little backstage story. Who's the most and he just passed away. One? God rest his soul. Rick Ocasek, now, 75 many, years many old. Many bands have two guys gone. Not the Rolling Stones, Beatles, Two Gone, The Who, who two, The Who, Who, yeah. who, who two, two Gone, Two, Two Gone, right? Yeah, uh, John John Entwistle, John Entwistle, dead, and so uh, Moon, Keith Moon, yeah, Keith <laughs> Moon. You, I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. <laughs> this guy was freaking lunatic, and there's a lot of those going. Bonzo, I guess, in in Led Zeppelin was the Bonzo. same way. You know, absolutely uh, out of his mind. Uh, today, I just want to tell you, I'm still doing lift driving. Yeah, oh, really? Huh? I'm damn good at it too. Okay, I Mikey, tell, do you have a lift story that you'd like to share I, with everybody? I had actually, maybe the most gross lift day I've ever had today. Oh, God, on the road again. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty gross. This is a lofty bar. I pick up this lady today. Where? In Worcester. This is all Worcester. Okay. Shouldn't I pick up this lady in Worcester, and she's foreign. I don't know which country she was from, but it was foreign. She's foreign. And she's really, really fat. I mean, like gigantic. Well, here, well, here's what happened. I get this call to go to this address, and I pull up, and it's a medical building. That happens a lot. I pull up, and I'm the lady doesn't show up. So I call her. I said, well, she goes, I'm at the bakery, man, next door. I said, oh, okay. Why didn't you put the bakery address into the thing? I would have stopped there first. But no, I'm at the medical building waiting. I back into the parking lot. She's there. Cute little shit, little boy. Cute little kid, two-year-old kid. He was adorable. But she was a big, fat tub of shit. I mean, she was gigantic. Oh, she was so big. She's huffing and puffing. She couldn't even get in the car. She was so fat. Oh, boy. And she had been, She was at the bakery. And she had a bag full of stuff. So I start driving, and she's saying to, I hear her saying to the kid, don't make a mess. Oh, God, there's going to be crumbs and bakery. Did the car lean to the side? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the yeah. sheer affrontery of it all. So... And then she says, if I give you something to eat, man, will you will you eat it? And I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to watch my figure. And 
She was offering me some of the bakery stuff. Yeah. So I drop her off, and she, you know, huffing and puffing, gets out of the vehicle. But the, I felt bad because the kid's really cute. But the mother, she doesn't have long for this world. Yeah. I mean, she's eating at a bakery, and she she had to weigh at least three ten. Ooh. You know, Ooh. and it was gross. So I said, okay, that's gross. So that's my go, limit, three hundred. The next call I get is from <laughs> <laughs> the next call I get is from this AIDS clinic. Uh huh. Where I've been there before, you pull up and you give somebody a ride home, and they have they give them food, AIDS patients. Yeah. Just to clarify, why have you been there before? Well, no, <laughs> I've been there before because picking up people. You Just know. to clarify, yeah, it's not AIDS; it's the AIDS. Well, that's what <laughs> they have the AIDS. It's right, the, so I I'm trying to get there, but there's there's construction going on all around the building, so I can't get there. So I just had to I had to actually cancel that ride, you know, oh, which is too bad. Oh, that's too bad. You left the I was hungry patient. and the guy had a box of food. <laughs> and I was hungry. But no, anyway, I had to cancel that ride, but it would have been gross. So then I go down the street to uh, a a, bank, a Unibank branch and I pick up this person. Now, it says on the thing that the per- should I even give the name? Mm. Sure. Yeah. Right, I'll just make up a name. It said the name was Bobby, but you know, it's Bobby. clearly spelled like a girl's Bobby, B O B B I. Yeah. Right? I get there. It's not Bobby B O B B I. It's it's Bob. Uh. <laughs> and and he I don't know how to do this gently. He she had dressed like Bruce Jenner. Had a dress on, like a house dress, and a, and a bag, a, yeah. a bag that you know, a pocketbook or whatever, and a face like yours, and a face, <laughs> a short hair Watch like yours, it, and, and be, facial hair. And I don't know what to whether. To, what do I do? Do I say you know, treat it like it's a woman or like a guy? I don't know what to do. Oh. Gets in, starts singing along with Billy Idol's oh, "White boy. Wedding" as I'm driving, and it's definitely a guy. And I'm like, okay, so now I don't. So then I said, but but she comes across as a woman on the lift app. So what, how do I treat this? How do she, I treat this right? She, if that that's what I would have said. You would have said she. Yeah, if if that's what she signed up as. Well, she <laughs> she said something, and I said, I know what you mean, man. And it just came out because yeah. I knew I was talking to a male voice. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. So I was a little bit. Can't gro- you just avoid using gender pronouns? Well, no, but nowadays, you know, they have this educational thing going on, even in the middle schools. My son got an email about it. The, they, them, instead of he, she, mm. they're, they're doing all this stuff like trying to get you to articulate. You, first off, you have to make up your mind on your own. What do you call this person? He, she, they, them, it. I don't know. Those? They, you want to be right in the mind of the person you're calling it, yeah. right? The, yeah. the, pro, the pronoun? Yeah. Why don't you make believe you had like an accent? What's your name? So they don't know what you're saying. Are you, are you, uh, Bobby? I think, I think he or she would have gotten out of the vehicle if I did that. Are you, are you, driver today? Let me out. <laughs> so anyway, it was a weird day, kind of gross and kind of unusual, but I got through it and I, I think I did pretty well. I made like 15, 18. I was going to say, do, they, do these people, t- do, do they have to tip? Oh, no, no they don't have to, they but they can. They do, do they? I took a nice guy to the airport the other day, $43 ride. He gave me a $10 tip. Wow. I'm like, that's great. Thank when they, you. When they look up in the back seat, do they see your eyes in the mirror like taxi yeah. driver? Yeah. With the beady <laughs> eyes looking back? <laughs> right. And, I, and, I, and I, I make him look like Marty Feldman <laughs> when, I, when I can. I roll it back in, the, in my head. Uh, we have John Fiore here on the podcast. Uh, I'd like to know if John and, and Ben would like to play this game. And the referee can be Bill Smith, Smitty Man, because he's oh, really good at being fair. Sure. So we've got uh, and. Okay. Uh, okay. See, This is a game like called, these are multiple choice. And I'll go back and forth between you and Ben. Okay. Between John Fiore and Ben. 
This is a game called How Did They Die? These are famous people. <laughs> how did they die? Yeah, famous people, and how did they die? Multiple mm. choice. So you want to go first, Johnson? You're the guest. Sure. Okay. Rodney King. Do you remember Rodney King? The uh, Rodney the, King. The yep. L.A. riots and all that stuff. Can't we all get along? That's right. yes. All right. Did he die Wonderful of man. a a drug overdose? B drowning. C car crash. It would be B drowning. Correct. Yes. Mm. In a swimming pool. I know stupid shit. That means nothing. <laughs> it's, it's my new website. I know stupidshit.com. All right, Ben. Yes. Boxer. Undefeated boxer. Local product. Rocky Marciano. Okay. Did he die in, in a, a in a plane crash? B of a heart attack. C of suicide. <laughs> plane crash. Nineteen sixty nine. Oh, the champ is here. The champ is here. <laughs> you, we, you guys are right on it so far. Okay, back. Was I right on the year? Yeah, plane crash. Right. See, Ben, when you hear 69? this. I don't know. No, I said, was I right on the year? I was throwing in a little bonus. I, nobody gives you shit. Just, can I ask right, you right. was? Ben, can I ask you? People 69 were stoned. Would you, have known, would you have known the Rodney King one? No, I did not realize okay. he drowned. Let's see. Okay. See? It's a tie, though. 1-1. One, one. Here we go. Good. John <laughs> John Fiore. Khalil Gibran. Oh, man. Uh-oh. The Prophet? Oh, The You're, Prophet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I wrote a book called The, the Non-Prophet. prophet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lebanese dude. Yeah. Did he die A of a heart attack? B tuberculosis. C electrocution. Oh, you know something I really don't know. I'm gonna have to take a stab. What was the first one? Uh, heart attack. Heart attack. I don't like that. It's too boring. What was the next one? Tuberculosis. I'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> TV. I was. Pretty, you, I knew. And you know what? He couldn't have predicted that. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Ben. Yes. You see the movie Psycho? Yes. Anthony Perkins, the oh. star of Psycho. <laughs> okay. Did Trouble. he die Trouble. of A, motorcycle accident, <laughs> B, cancer, C, AIDS? AIDS. Yes. Very good. Do you guys know these he people? He died of the AIDS. You guys, do you know these people? Fear strikes out, right? So far, you're t- yes, you're two for two, both of you. That's awesome. Okay, back to John. Sitting bull. <laughs> Did he die of accidental shooting? B, intentional shooting by the cavalry? C, <laughs> shot by Indians? Oh, man. Sitting bull. Sitting bull. I, I you go by the name... On, on Facebook and Twitter, shitting bull. <laughs> I feel this is another stab. I'm going to say shot by Indians. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the Indian police came in to bust him, and they shot shitting bull. He was killed by Indians. You know why I picked that one? It's the most ridiculous. You know, you would think, oh, no, that's... when I went sitting there. Oh, my God. You guys are <laughs> really good at this game. How did he die? So we're, This is round three, part yeah. B, and it's Ben's turn. Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. Mm-hmm. Was he A, killed by a bear? B, killed by Mexicans? C, killed in a duel? B, Mexicans at the Alamo. Yes! Davy, Davy Crockett. 
King of the wild frontier. Fess Parker. Born on a tabletop in Tennessee. Drowned his mother in a cup of tea. Killed his father in the A&P. Lost his brother up a coconut tree. Davy, Davy Crockett, the buckskin buccaneer. You notice how close that is to the Beverly Hillbilly song. It was pretty close. I know that whole song, too. Don't get me singing that one, because I'll be a flatter of scrugs before we're through. All right, we go. So far, you guys are tied. This is a hell of a match. What a match. All right, let's go back to Johnny. Uh, Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. Harry Chapin, creator of the song Taxi and W-O-L-D-D-D-D-D. It was somewhere in a fairy tale. Did he die of A, food poisoning? B, Mm. car accident. Mm -hmm. C, pneumonia. B. And it's Volkswagen Rabbit That's on the Long Rare Island Expressway. Long Island Expressway. John's four for four. You got tough. You got <laughs> tough for rowing here. All right, Ben. Number four, Howard Hughes. Okay. Oh. Did he die of a drug overdose, kidney failure, or dementia? Ooh. Ooh. Seems like it's all three. Yeah, I was going to put all three in one. <laughs> I can feel the well, tension. You said right kidney now. failure. I know he had a lot of bottles of piss around. Drug overdose, car. Uh, I mean, uh, kidney failure mm. or dementia. Hmm. Go Meanwhile, with... I'll hit my vaporizer, which I know is safe. Is it D, all of the above? <laughs> there is no category D. <clears throat> all right, C, dementia. I'm sorry. Shit. He died of a drug overdose. Uh, you know? Really? Yes, he I did. I would have picked that one, too. All oh. right, so now it's four to three, and this oh, is where we got to separate the men from the boys here. Son of a bitch. Uh, John Fiore, <laughs> Mark the Bird Fidrich. Yep. Did he die in a hunting accident? B, a ra- racing a motorcycle, or C, fixing a truck? Fixing a truck. He did. <laughs> in Northboro, Massachusetts. That's why I don't fix trucks. I go. I don't go on hot air balloons. I don't go on any hikes. No? I don't go on anything that can get fucked up and killed in a <laughs> stupid way. I well, stay home and I watch TV. Nothing can happen. Fidrich had a, tr- had a, tr- a trucking company. Uh, the programming could kill you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's just see if you can get the fourth one. Yeah. Joe Frazier, the boxer. Joe did he die of, of dementia? CTE dementia. B, cancer. C, blood infection. <laughs> C, blood infection. He, I'm sorry, he died of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so many uplifting. I'm sorry. I, I hate how you said, said I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He died of cancer. <laughs> Five to three. John is the first champion of the how champ is did here. he die. It's a good contest, though, it's isn't it? It's a good game. It's good. I like it. I like it, too. I think it's a fun one. Uh, <laughs> it's very uplifting. <laughs> now, I want to just for a moment delve into mm. your, uh, your acting. Because uh. I watched the entire series. There was only three seasons of The Brotherhood. Yeah. Or was it just Brotherhood? It was, it was Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah not no, the, the Brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, it was really good. About yeah. the Irish mob in uh, Providence, right. Rhode Island. And you were the, of course, Italian mob yeah. in Providence, yes. Rhode Island. But the, <clears throat> all the people in that uh, series, uh, series three, and I wish they'd gone longer than three. Right, yeah. It was uh, good. It was good show. Showtime was in its, I don't want to say its infancy, but it was toward the beginning of Showtime. <laughs> like it was and, 08 or so? Yeah, and HBO was way above it at that moment, yeah. and Showtime was down below. Yeah. And if it ever came on now, Showtime is huge. I, and I think that it you was a I mean? good enough series where it would have had legs. It was good. It was the, good. The guy who played the lead, the other brother, was uh, the guy who was in Chappaquiddick yeah, with you. they right? both blew up. Both those guys, both Jasons and yes. huge actors. 
Yeah. Jason Clark, Jason Isaac, fantastic at the top of the game. Tremendous. And, yeah. you, and you did a great job in that series. I, I was mesmerized by it. I yeah, binge watched the good. whole thing. I think I watched it in two nights. Yeah. I mean, it's like that good. Um, but I was sorry to see that it didn't go more than three seasons. And I bet right. you were oh, too. Oh, of course. That was supposed to be the Bulger Brothers, but they couldn't get, get it together to, to shoot it in Boston the way they wanted to. Yeah. So they re- relocated to Rhode Island and then just tweaked it a little bit. Yeah, the hill. They were on yeah, the hill yeah. and it was the Irish. Uh, yeah. But the. the uh, and the, the wife of the politician there, she was beautiful. Annabeth Gish. God, she was really, yeah, really yeah. Uh, mesmerizing. In I that worked series. with her at Mystic Pizza. You did? Yeah, way back when. I saw her. I go, wow. That's, that's crazy. Gish. She was great and, she, and lovely. Lovely, mm-hmm. lovely. You, you were watching Brotherhood. I was watching One Crazy Summer the other day. I said, holy shit, that's Sean Fury. <laughs> I was like, Liz, hey, look. I did my guy. one and only Australian accent. Yes, hey, good day, mate. <laughs> I think that was my one line. That was it. What I remember about that that role was I got hired for a week, <clears throat> didn't do much. We were the Australian racing team. Yeah, we drank B fifty twos in the bar the night before in real life. Oh. Went on the boat the next day, a sailboat all day. I went down below by myself, snuck away from everybody, and puked for about an hour and a half, <laughs> just for the fun of it. I literally was going to hurl myself overboard. I didn't care. And somehow, when you hit back on land, I was instantly cured the moment my feet hit see, land. Solid ground. It was unbelievable. Yep. It was, it was, you got to uh, get your sea legs. That's all. Hey, you know, I, I actually dated an Australian girl uh, a long time ago. You know what You know what an Australian kiss is? What? Hey, Mike, what is an Australian kiss? It's just like a French kiss, only down under. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. John's glad he came tonight. Come you on. keep right. setting him up, John. Lloyd. I'll keep knocking him down. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> now, because you're Italian, and we, we are kind of focused in on the Italian culture in mm. this particular podcast, because as you know, I grew up in a mostly you Italian did. You're kind of like an Italian. Yeah, I'm honorary. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's close as I can come without the DNA. Um, we do a thing called the palindromes, uh, palindromes of the week. Do you have one? Well, it's still the week of the palindrome. Do you have one? No. Do I ever? He, he, Smitty, I yeah. want to file a, an, a complaint against Ben over here for not doing oh, shit with the palindromes. Again? Oh, he God. hasn't done shit in four weeks with the palindromes. I'm pulling all the weight. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> I'm I have pull- an Italian palindrome. I, this is special because John's here. You I know, know what I'm you saying? You would think he had all week wait, to wait, wait. It's in Italian? Yes. Okay. It's short. You know. Amore Roma. <laughs> it's the same backwards. Amore Roma. It's only two words, but it is a palindrome. How about you, what do you think of that? Huh, John? It's beautiful. All right, now here's my real palindrome. This See is why a, I don't bother? This is going to be <laughs> really impressive because this is a long son of a bitch of a palindrome. You ready for this? All right, go ahead. It's, uh, you people this, at home, write this down. Did you write this? This thing? entire thing, and I'm not telling you, I don't want to give credit or yeah. take it away. This entire thing is a palindrome. Ready? Did you write this? I'm not saying any, no. either way. All right. Are we not pure? No, sir. Panama's moody Noriega brags. It is garbage. Irony dooms a man, a prisoner, up to new era. Hmm. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck that was that? The whole thing is a palindrome. What? A prisoner up to new era. That's how it ends. But the whole look at how long it is. That's what she did. Look at that. I thought a palindrome was the guy from Have Gun Will Travel. No, that's Paladin. <laughs> oh, see, I don't even know what it was. Richard Boone. Have Gun Will Travel. Soldier of Fortune is a man called 
Uh, yeah, wire paladin, and it said, "Have gun, will travel," and yeah. he would go anywhere and do. He was gun a hitman, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, he was nice. a gun for hire. Yeah, it's a good game. And Richard Boone, he was a little too. <laughs> his mustache was a little too Richard trim. You know, Boone. I didn't buy that character. You know, his shirts were a little too <laughs> pressed <laughs> to be a, a hired gun. Well, he was neat. Bafango, Richard Boone. Um, so okay, well, so we've done. Let me see. I'm just checking off my checklist here. We did. How did they die? We did. Uh, oh, oh, I know. Because because of the the Italian air in the, the room. Italian air in the room. That's right. How good are you at speaking Italian? Joe? Not good at all. No. I must say. <laughs> no, I really don't. But I do speak Yiddish strangely. Let's hear it. No, I don't. I don't speak. I'm lucky I can speak English, Mikey. From Somerville, for Christ's sake. I know, but they before spoke, it was hip, some people spoke Italian in Somerville. I really didn't. Hey, know? Somerville was just declared the best place to live in America. It is. It's what? the greatest. Was it the mayor that said that? And was he talking yeah. to sanctuary city people? <laughs> I don't know, but there it was today on the patch. It's Hipsterville now yep. and Sanctuary City. All right, I'm gonna get. I'll let these other guys. Join in this Italian train. I'm going to say something in Italian, and I want you guys to try to tell me what it is in English, okay? Yeah. Only a few of them, four of them. Ready? Yep. Ready. Ciudad la boca grasso uomo. You're crazy in the head. What you want to eat, man? Ciudad la boca grasso uomo. Oh, uh, put some cheese in your mouth. Shut your mouth, fat man. <laughs> That's almost the same. You can use that. You never know. It's close. All right, here we go. Number two. Dami il reggiseno de tua nona. Dami il reggiseno de tua nona. Mama, mama mia, come over here. My balls are itchy. I need a scratch. No. <laughs> so what was that? What was, what was, you don't know, do you? Well, uh, you see? You don't know. Sad I don't know this. <laughs> what a, what it a means give me your grandmother's bra. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did know that, but I didn't want to say That's anything. That's just I, I not right. Say, you really do speak Italian if you know what that is. That's <laughs> okay, how about this one? Mostra a tutti il tuo capitano dei genitali. My genitals are itchy. <laughs> Show everybody your genitals, oh, Captain. <laughs> Captain. 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 Yeah. Capitano. Capitano. You heard me. I said it right, right? Right. All right. Here's the final one. <laughs> I have in my hand the final envelope. <laughs> La mia shimi. Hold on. <laughs> La mia shimi da compagna sta getando le suffici. Me and no good, dirty, low down worm. How about you? Am I repeat it for you? My friend is. Are you trying to translate this on some computer program? No, no, no. Yes, it means my friend. La mia scimmia da compagna sta getando le sue fici. I got it. My friend took a shit on my guitar. You're close. Really? My pet monkey is throwing his shit. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. See how we inflect a little All culture? my Italians out there, forgive me, but forgive us. Do? It is what it is. Well, unless you've had a monkey that actually throws his shit right. like I have. You had that. I did. And he didn't speak Italian, but no. if he did, I would be all over that, huh? Gilligan. Gilligan and the skipper, too. Yes. How'd you know about that? <laughs> <sighs> Water. Yeah, how are we feeling so far? Good, tight but aggressive. This is good. <laughs> are you ready for uh, any future? Do you have any anything? Uh, Irons in the fire. Yeah, yeah, Irons in the fire. Doing some I'm going to or... the uh, Soprano Con event in November oh. at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. They mm -hmm. got the entire cast showing up. 
There's going to be 50, 60 people. They're taking over Giants, the, the concourse of Giants Stadium. They're building uh, sets and everything. Vendors. An anniversary of some sort? 20-year anniversary. Yeah, 20, selling started s- in 99. Yeah. Oh hey, whatever God, happened to the movie? Right. Are, you, are you in the movie? No, I'm not in the movie. No, <clears throat> the movie's done. Yeah, it's a prequel. Yeah, so we can't be in it. Oh, Who's playing right. Tony? Though um, that's that's going to be the his key. Son. His son is playing. Yeah, his son. Yeah. Really? Tomorrow? Yeah. Is he? But is he an actor? Is he? Uh, apparently, he is now. He's done a little bit. Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. yesterday, as you're listening to it, would have been James Gandolfini's birthday. Right. How old? That's right, Ben. Thanks 50, for bringing that up. September 18th, 58. 57, 58, right? 2013, he passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a tough one. I know. 51 years old. Now, uh, looking back on the series now, now that he's passed away, I mean, I when I was when he was alive and I'd watch it, I'd say, well, I can't wait for this, you know, when they do something right. more, when they add to this. But now that you know that they can't, it's got it's got more resonance. It's like. It's more, uh, I don't know, it's heart-wrenching almost to watch some of his performances yeah. knowing that there'll never be any more. It, it is. I feel the him. same way. At first, I found it difficult to watch him. I couldn't stop thinking about him being gone in real yeah. life. Then you forget about it for a while. Right. And Tony's as alive as he ever was. He's going to do the same thing every time you turn on that TV. Yeah. The look, the face, and then you go, I can't believe he's gone. He's bigger than life. Yeah. 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 He he had so many unbelievable moments in that the series best. where you know you take everything from the violence where he's attacked by you know those guys that are trying to hijack his car or whatever. Oh, that was and, great. and when he's talking to to Junior, you know, don't you even love me? So you know, like the, it goes from every extreme emotionally with well, him. From little yeah. boy, tremendous actor to a to a killer, a scary guy to a goofy little kid. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Fantastic. One of the things I've heard from other actors that have worked with him was surprised that he seems insecure. Did in you real life? Up, yeah. About he, his acting. His no, he was. He was just like a lot of actors. Most actors do feel insecure. At some level, they do. Um, and he was like that because he told me, he said a year or two or three ago, he goes, I'm lucky I can put on my pants like, like any of you in the morning. Right. You know, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. You know? He was tending bar a little bit in the side, doing what he can do. Boom, this happens. He was he was like the Beatles. If you were with him in the New York, New Jersey area, yeah. walking down the street. Unreal. Nothing like it yeah. that I've personally ever seen myself. Right. To be Tony Soprano, especially down there, was unbelievable. Right. And to take a a, a, a series like that, it, you know, which most people, it's in their top yeah. three anyway, yeah. if not the, their top one. And to uh, take it in an era where there's so much media and so many things to watch and make it that big and that number one with a bullet and that much of on-demand. Yeah. I mean, you. this was so by appointment that people would go out ordering HBO yeah. and just for the season yeah. and then canceling it. You yeah. know? But that that's how people reacted to that. They had to see the next episode. Remember Sunday nights was a big deal. Huge, when The yeah. Soprano was on, you woke up in the morning and you go, the Sopranos are on tonight. You were psyched. It was like a football game. Yeah. yeah. You were ready for, for the Soprano episode. You know, and as big as Game of Thrones was, I, I didn't hear the same kind of buzz from that one. I didn't get into it. I didn't really watch it. I never it. Game watched Game of Thrones it. had that buzz towards the end, yeah. but not through that almost sustained run. Like, it seemed like by season two, The Sopranos had really picked up, and everyone was yeah. They were watching. gaining. Yeah. Did you? Well, were you in the running for any other role before Gigi? No, no. I went in for that, <clears throat> and um, by then I was a fan. It was only on one year, I think. That mm-hmm. was season two when I first showed up, and by then I started to become aware of it. And as an actor, I'm going, "That's a show I'd like to be on." So then I get on it, and little did I know, at that point, it really started to take off. And then I started getting this and that and this, and then, of course, yeah. the finale, which I didn't like. <laughs> right, 
Right. In retrospect, I'm glad I was on it. Well, you you busted your cherry on that show, shooting a guy in the head that you picked up at the airport, right? Killed spoons, spoonsy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now, did you in your, in real life have you ever shot anyone in the head for you picked him up? At the airport? Uh, Somerville, it was a few incidents back in the day, but I really can't talk about it. Because as a lift driver, of I pick up people at the airport all the time. I would like some tips on how to you know how to get away with it. I guess it, I it seemed like really good acting that you knew how loud it was in your ear in the car. Maybe you <laughs> a little too convincing. Maybe you shouldn't spread that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. What I'd like to do is, you know, we have this um, weekly uh, feature that we do on this uh, podcast, and uh, it has nothing to do with picking up fat ladies at the at the bakery. It's musical, and uh, I know that you like this song because you and I hung out a lot of times, yeah. been drunk a few times, and, <laughs> and this is one of the songs we always laughed about from Dean Martin, who you remind all of us of. Your your demeanor is a Dean Martin esque type of at two sixty. I'm Dean at two sixty if he lived. <laughs> so I would like to do our Castiglioki. Now he's Italian too. See, we got a theme going. Let me go see if Joe's available. Joe Castiglione is Italian. Loves old music. He's up in the booth right now. And uh, in honor of uh, John Fiore, thanks for being here, John. Thank by you the guys. Way. We're going to sing a little uh, Castiglioki for you. Yeah. And it's a song that Joe picked out himself. Are you ready, Joe? Dean Martin's file. Is Joe's mic on? How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in the boat? <laughs> My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. Holy cow, if this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be just. Can you believe it? Beautiful. <laughs> I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head? Fantastic.